Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. M.S.W. Media. Hey, friends. Before we get rolling with this episode of the podcast, I want to let you know that I'm headed back to New York City to do a live recording of what we're drinking in the main room at the Stand Comedy Club on Thursday, May 4th, sponsored by our friends at Jose Cuervo. And what a lineup of talent we have we got comedians Corinne Fisher, Ryan Long, Colm Terrell, and Justin Silver. And there might be another special guest there, but I can't tell you who it is just yet. Big time. For tickets, go to thestandnyc.com, click on Shows, click on May 4th, and you'll see it right there. With every ticket purchased, you get a free drink from Jose Cuervo. You can also follow me at the Inbiber. I'll have the information there. It's in the link tree. I'd love to see you at the show. And speaking of shows, let's get rolling with this one, shall we? Hey, everybody, it's Red Rocker, Sammy Hagar, and you are listening to What Are We Drinking with Dan Dunn. And guess what? We are rocking it. What we are drinking, or we are, was that good? Well, what? it's what we're drinking. Okay, one more time. Here. Hey, the Red Rocker, Sammy Hagar, I'm sitting here with Dan Dunn, and guess what we're drinking? Yeah, that's what we're doing. Woo! A glass, sit for a spill. It's time to have some fun. Let's do a little thinking, some picking and a drinking. But this is what we're drinking with Dan Dunn. For my birthday a few years back, my mother gave me two gifts. A copy of Mitch Albom's bestseller, The Five People You Meet in Heaven, and a gift certificate from a local skydiving company. I didn't read the book, but I don't need to read it to feel ripped off. Five people? That's it? You think that after all the time and effort you put into church going and praying and not coveting your neighbor's ass, God would giveth up a tad more variety in the afterlife. What gives it Yahweh? I'm in for eternity without enough people to fill out a poker table? Come on. Still, it got me thinking about bars. And if you haven't noticed, everything gets me thinking about bars. Because no matter what watering hole I walk into, I run into the same people over and over and over again. There are 10 of them, 10 types, and they are the don't talk to me man. He looks like he comes in a lot, but somehow you don't know him. You worry that the bartenders like him better than you. A valid concern because, come on, of course they do. They totally do. You've noticed that he wears that one cologne you've always loved but can't remember the name of. 
And you wish you could just work up the courage to ask him what it is so you could buy some for yourself, but you won't ask because you're afraid he'll think you're a weirdo for smelling him. And you're not. A weirdo, that is. Or smelling him. You're totally not smelling him. Not on purpose, anyway. It's just really great cologne that's hard not to notice, that's all. Plus, he seems like a cool guy that you could become good buddies with if, like, you know, he just talked to you. Just once. After all, you see him in there all the time. He has to have seen you too, right? you think you would have spoken by now, just by accident. But no, not a word. It's like he doesn't even know you exist. Next up, we have the Don't Talk to Me Woman. All manner of basic human communication, connection from come here often to, man, those hairy chinch bugs are out of control this season, huh? Will be interpreted as an unwanted advance. The severity with which a don't-talk-to-me woman unleashes her eye-rolling scorn at patrons who are not trying to court her is directly proportional to the number of fellow DTMGs in her immediate vicinity. When flying solo... She's not above deploying the combination incredulous look slash move to another bar stool maneuver. Jeez, lady. I was just trying to let you know there's a chinch bug in your hair. Chinch bugs, you know. The third type of person you meet in bars is the interloper. This stranger insists on interrupting conversations no matter how private and interprets any initial reaction other than fuck off as an invitation to intrude upon you for the rest of the evening. The irksome interloper, also known as the, excuse me, I couldn't help overhearing you recount the most intimate details of your painful divorce guy, always flies solo, has a bionic ear, and generally gives off an unsettling serial killer vibe. And damn, does he ever dig that complimentary trail mix. Fortunately, the interloper is easy to spot. Look for the guy the bartender's avoiding like he's buying drinks with Groupons, because he is, and Groupon isn't even around anymore. Under no circumstances should you ever engage with the interloper. In case you missed it, this means the interloper has succeeded in turning you into a don't-talk-to-me man. Curse you, the interloper. God damn you! God damn you all to hell! The Endless Storyteller. Now there's an interesting one. Hey, did I ever tell you the story about the time a few years back when we took the kids to see Frozen the musical and decided to take a detour on the way back to that block off of Jefferson Street that has all the great Christmas lights? Yeah, the one over by the mall with the home goods next to the Starbucks. And little Sierra, the poor thing, she was so excited to see those Christmas lights that she jumped out of the minivan and dropped her glasses and they broke and we had to haul butt all the way back to our house and I made the mistake of taking the highway instead of the side streets and we wound up barely making it to the show. <laughs> Next up, we have the big shot. You know this guy. Calls the men chief and the women honey because he's way too busy to remember names. The size of his entourage is commensurate with the size of his bankroll, which, of course, is inversely proportional to his Johnson. Big Shot throws around money and bullshit to collect superficial friends the way Donald Trump used money and bullshit to woo the poorly educated, who, may I remind you, he loves. We won with poorly educated. I love the poorly educated. Next, we got the regular. Ah, the regular. Can be either the best guy in the bar to know or the worst. There's no in between. He's on a first name basis with the entire staff. 
knows their work schedules, relationship statuses, and in most cases, the year, make, and model the first vehicle they ever owned. They, in turn, know what he likes to drink for every occasion, that he averages two trips to the restroom per hour, three after midnight, and how much he can't stand the Mandalorian or his younger sister's boyfriend. When he orders, quote, the usual, they know exactly what he wants, a Negroni. Unless it's Friday happy hour, in which case he prefers an extra dry martini or Sunday brunch when he only drinks bloodies. The regular is part of the very fabric of the bar. It's like home. Eventually, when the bar's lease is up and they're forced out to make room for a salt and straw shop, he will unleash a torrent of raw, unconstrained emotion the likes of which haven't been posted on his Facebook page since LeVar Burton got screwed out of the permanent gig hosting Jeopardy. I'll take bullshit for 200, Ken. Number seven, or it's seven, six, seven, I think it's seven. I can't count. That's the sports tribesman. If he's not yet divorced, he will be soon. He's also had a couple of DUI arrests, been in a number of full-scale brawls, suffered at least one chicken wing choking incident. Other than his wedding and the birth of his children, the Cubs winning the World Series was the best thing that ever happened to him. On second thought, Fuck the wife and the kids. Nothing that has or will ever happen can compare to the cubbies finally bringing home the hardware. Which reminds me of another type of person you meet in the bars. The Bill Murray. Oh yeah, he's out there, somewhere, waiting for you. For relaxing times, make it Centauri time. I mean, it's, it's pretty common knowledge that Bill Murray used to pop into bars uh, often, unexpectedly. Surprise people. He hasn't been doing it that much recently, but uh, I got to tell you, the universe gifted me my own Bill Murray moment about 10, eh, maybe 15 years ago. I wandered into a bar at the Huntley Hotel in Santa Monica, and I saw him sitting alone at the bar. Now, I'd met Murray once before through mutual friends, and I went up and reintroduced myself. And like 30 minutes later, we're on our second bottle of red wine, shooting the shit like the old friends that we weren't. It was like someone snuck in my mind and made my personal Bill Murray fantasy come true. Now, at one point, a woman approached and asked Bill if he'd mind if she took a picture she could send to her sister, who was the world's biggest Bill Murray fan. She nervously slapped the photo, and then she apologized and started to leave, but Bill, like, grabbed her and says, no, 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 pours her a glass of wine and asked if he could call her sister. No joke. Then he spent, like, a solid ten minutes making a stranger in Indiana feel like a million bucks. I've never seen anything like it. Chinch bugs, you know. I'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with the rest of the list. You know, my favorite rabbits of all time are Bugs Bunny, Thumper from Bambi, Roger, Peter, the White Rabbit from Alice in Wonderland, and of course, Velveteen. In case you're wondering, no, I don't like the Energizer Bunny. Not one bit. It's all amped up and banging that goddamn drum all the time. Don't keep going and going and going, Energizer Bunny, please. Just stop. But I digress. For as much pleasure as my favorite rabbits have provided me over the years, none has made me as happy, and by happy I mean tipsy, as Rabbit Hole. Yeah, that's what's up, Doc. Rabbit Hole's bourbon and rye recipes are totally unique, and they were created by their founder, my friend Kave Zamanian, who spares no expense in making great whiskey. Kave and his team have their own cooking methods and they use top-of-the-line grains. They never chill filter, they use barrels that are toasted, charred, and wood-fired, which nobody does. Nobody, except Rabbit Hole. 
What you end up with is a line of bourbon and rye with these really rich, deep flavors that are unlike anything you've ever tasted. With all due respect to the famous rabbits that hold a special place in my heart, I'm here to tell you unequivocally that none of them get me hopped up. See what I did there? Like Rabbit Hole does. It's my go-to American whiskey. And you know what? You should make it yours. I had some people over recently, and the homemade drinks were a-flowing. All my guests were like, dude, these are the best friggin' cocktails I've ever had. You're an amazing mixologist. And I was like, damn straight I am. What my guests didn't know was I was cheating a little bit. All right, maybe more than a little bit. Of course, I used top-shelf booze in the drinks. You gotta do that. But I wasn't juicing the limes or pureeing the prickly pears or grinding up the jalapenos that made my cocktails so fabulous. All I did was order up Fresh Victor. Fresh Victor is a line of all-natural, clean-label cocktail mixers that brings the magic of master mixologists into your home. They're the best mixers available on the market, hands down. All the ingredients are fair trade sourced. There's no artificial anything. The mixers are produced at a 100% solar-powered juicing plant with absolutely no waste. And right now, Fresh Victor is offering a pretty juicy deal to my listeners. Simply go to FreshVictor.com, fill up your shopping cart with a bunch of great mixers, and at checkout, enter promo code FVDAN20. That's F as in Fresh, V as in Victor, Dan20. Get 20% off your order. Now is the time to treat yourself to the very best mixers on the market, and that's Fresh Victor. I'm Dita Von Tees, and you're listening to What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. Let me try one more time. Come on. Is that right? What we're no, drinking? It's amazing. It, it's it amazing. Right it just, is it right? It's completely right. Because yeah. you're looking at me like I no, just said your it, name backwards. It, no, it just sounds like a... Uh, it's so sultry that oh, I nice. can barely stand it. All right, try okay, it again. Let me try it. And, don't, and don't, be not, don't not be sultry. I'm not okay, okay. encouraging you to not be sultry. Yeah. I'm Dita Von Tees, and you're listening to What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. As I mentioned at the top of the show... We're going to be doing a live recording at the Stan Comedy Club on Thursday, May 4th in the main room at 8 p.m. It's sponsored by Jose Cuervo. I've got Ryan Long, Corinne Fisher, Colin Terrell, and Justin Silver on the bill. You buy a ticket, you get a free drink from Cuervo, and you get entertained for an hour. Solid hour of entertainment for those tickets, go to the standnyc.com. Or you can also go to at the imbiber on my Instagram there. It's in my link tree. I'll be posting stuff between now and then. But I would I'd really enjoy seeing you there. I really would. I mean it. And you're probably thinking, you don't even know me, Dan. You don't even know me. But you want me there? Yeah. Because you know what? Strangers turn me on. I got a thing for strangers. <laughs> oh behave. Now you're thinking of me turned on, aren't you? Okay, let's get to it. We got two more left on our list of the kinds of people you meet in bars. When last we left off, we had the, well, let's, you know what, let's review. Let's go back and review. First off, we had the don't talk to me man. We had the don't talk to me woman. The interloper, the endless storyteller, the big shot, the regular, the sports tribesman, and the Bill Murray. And now we're going to bring it home. We got two more for you. You ready? Damn right you're ready. Let's do it. The Bookworm. As the song goes, there's a time to every purpose under heaven. And in regards to reading books, well, 
I encourage you to devote as much time to that high-minded purpose as possible. Read books. I've written four of them myself. I'd love for you to read all of them. But there's one notable exception to that. Don't do it in a bar. Don't ever do it in a bar. We've all seen these pretentious dweebs before. It's happy hour. The pub is fucking packed. There's music blaring. Drinks are flowing. People from all walks of life have come together, and they're looking to get lit up and or laid. And there silently hunkered down all alone on a bar stool, smack dab in the middle of all this mayhem is a twit in a wool blend blazer and turtleneck deliberately nursing a Brandy Alexander with his nose buried in a dog-eared paperback copy of Either Or by Kierkegaard. The hell's he doing? He arrived like much earlier in the day, like no one was there, the place was empty, and he just lost track of time and space. He didn't notice all these people that were suddenly around him. He didn't notice all this action and, and noise and activity going on. Or is he just torn between intellectualism and alcoholism? Or God forbid, does he actually believe someone might want to fuck him because he likes Kierkegaard? Crazy. And finally... I say this, by the way. I say finally. There's probably a lot more. And if you have more types of bar people, please message me, dan at whatwe'redrinking.com or hit me up on at the Imbiber on Instagram, Twitter. Let me know if you got more. But this is all I got on my This is a final one on my list. And I guess it's fitting that this would be the final one because this person always leaves. That's right. We're talking about the Murph. The Murph is so named... Because Murph is short as Murph, short for Murphy or O Murphy or Mick Murphy. We're going to do it. And they're penchant for pulling off that most ungracious of time-worn maneuvers, the Irish exit. Now, this is bad enough when a friend or an acquaintance does it. But it's quadruply vexing when someone you've only just met surreptitiously slinks away, leaving you A, wondering if you've said or done something to offend them, or B, stuck with the fucking tab for all the drinks you shared while getting to know each other. And this has happened. Happened to me recently at a bar here in Venice called Zinc. I was talking to some a couple, and we're hanging out, and they, they got up and said they had to go to the bathroom, and they left. Stuck me with the bill. Two Murphs for the price of whatever I made that week. It's terrible. Anyway. There you have it, folks. Public service message from me. The kinds of people you meet in bars. I don't have anybody else to thank. Usually I thank the guests at this point, but I can thank you. You're the best. You're listening to my podcast, and I hopefully you're telling people about this podcast. You must be because it's growing. It's getting bigger. Keep doing these live shows. We keep having fun. We're going to have some merchandise soon. I got some ideas for merch. Hopefully you you want to buy it. Fun t-shirts and hats and such. Um, what else? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Got uh, coming up in the soon, we got uh, Bald Brian, formerly of the Adam Carolla Show, is going to be joining me. My buddy Tim Bader, Name Drop Podcast, is going to be joining me on an upcoming show. Possibly one Mr. Jason Momoa. Yeah, that's right. We're working on getting him. And, of course, the live show in New York with all that talent involved. And as I like to do sometimes, I'll leave you with a joke. A neutron walks into a bar. How much for a beer? He asked the bartender. 
The bartender says, for you, no charge. (laughs) All right, fine. I'll leave you with somebody who's actually funny. Steve Martin, will you help me say thank you to everybody? You've been great, really. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming by. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.